Hello and welcome to another episode of Battle of Ballers and Arsenal are back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are back. What a game. Arsenal 3, yeah. Chelsea 1. Hmm. I didn't see that coming, for sure. I think it was the last really episode. Good. Yeah, in the last episode we were discussing relegation for Arsenal and how realistic that is. Arsenal has to thank us for it. <laughs> Hmm. I'm sure Arteta must have listened but, to all that. But again, I, I think we are getting too ahead of ourselves. One victory doesn't essentially guarantee safety. They are just six points above the relegation zone at mm-hmm. almost uh, mid-year. So, I don't think it is all hunky-dory still at Arsenal. Yes, this is kind of looking like a signs of revival, but there's got to be more than that to actually, uh, you know, bring about a complete turnaround which is not impossible but it's not so straightforward as well for sure i mean they have the players right if you look at that squad they have the players they, they have the players that i think uh, i don't think anybody questioned that mm-hmm. uh, however they may be on the younger side and all of that but then in a in a hindsight for a you know for a futuristic look at it it's good for them but uh, they need to put up more consistency for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, if we just look at the stats, it it looks good. But still, if you have uh, if you have just 39% possession in your home ground, uh, maybe it calls for a look whether you were actually more lucky than the other team. Yeah, I mean, uh, it wasn't like Chelsea played really bad. It was just that. But the stats don't say that. That's the point. The stats kind of show that um, they went hard. But the main stat, which is the goals, that is not favoring them. Yeah, so the first goal. Yeah, so the first goal was a penalty. Uh, I don't know if you saw the incident with Tierney. I felt like that was a bit of a soft penalty, to be honest. <laughs> but it was, it felt like Tierney was looking for it. But we have seen the, them given before, so really can't argue there. And with VAR and everything, obviously they must have checked it. And uh, yeah, it was a good penalty. Um, and then the second goal was a free kick again from a set piece, direct free kick, and Jaka. You know, scored. He has it in his locker. On his day, he could really uh, score from a free kick because he has a very powerful free kick, right? And yeah, the, there you go, two nil. And I think the third goal was a cross intended to go in to the box for a you know forward or a striker, but you know in one <laughs> of those lobbed crosses that kind of made its way to the goal. So yeah, that I would say that was. Um... You know, nine times out of ten, it would not go in. Yeah, it'll probably go over the bar or, you know, the keeper will catch that. Goalkeeper, um, maybe, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I know there's been a lot of bashing of Chelsea and Lampard and how they did not, you know, whenever they come up against the top six or top, let's just put, in this case, any team that's not in bottom five. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> when they come up with any of those... Uh, top 11 12 teams they just don't know how to grind results but i also felt that the three goals that they conceded were i mean given another day they probably don't concede those you know 
like yeah also i i think lampard I, i know a lot of criticism is going into his management because of the spending that they have done in summer the 200 million and i get that too right in roman ibramovic abramovic rather does not have too much patience for managers we have seen it in the past right he is yeah, even sacked morino Right here. Yeah. He's, he's sacked the special <laughs> one, so that says it all. <laughs> that says it all. Uh, Lampard, and, let's face it, is no special one. That's for sure. So, he yeah. he he is he was the special one as a player, but I don't know if as a manager he's yeah, a special one. Yeah, of course, but as a manager, I don't think so. Yeah, but what what can I, Lampard do if Jorginho, their most experienced camper, misses a penalty at the? I mean, if he scores that penalty towards the end. they're back in the game right 3-2 yeah kind of back in the game yeah with the what 10 minutes to go yeah then they can just throw the kitchen sink and see yeah. what comes out of it uh it's a, it's a very dicey situation for him i would say um <laughs> it can go either way um and i don't see it getting any easier for them because mm-hmm. they have matches against uh, villa who's above them and they have match against uh, city the following weekend and then they uh, i think Jeez. they're having a match against fulham fulham can still uh, i mean they they don't i don't think they'll pose so much for threat but then they have leicester the next week mm-hmm. then they have wolves the next week so i don't see them having any easy round of fixtures oh, okay so till about uh, you know the entire entirety of january they'll have to be at the top of their game otherwise it's going to be a it's going to be a bad year for lampard and i think for lampard the pressure is on i think he has more pressure than in let's say arteta uh, or any other new yeah, manager this season right uh, yeah that is true because i think uh, arsenal i don't think have had the um, propensity to change managers so soon they mm. they usually give some time i i think it is a little different from emery by uh, though but uh, wenger mm. is a classic example he's he's been persisted with for several seasons and uh, there were also some seasons in which there was practically nothing to boast about or talk about but he still survived the drop so I think Arsenal will not take the uh, the ultimate decision so soon. They might probably take a little more time, contemplate, and then probably pull the plug. Yeah. But uh, knowing Abramovich and knowing his uh, temperament, mm-hmm. I honestly don't see uh, Lampard staying safe for too long, unless there is you know a consistent and a drastic, not a drastic turnaround, but at least a consistent turnaround. Right. Arteta has also won the FA Cup like already. So I think whatever you say like it, it is a trophy and the community shield but with FA Cup the FA Cup is a trophy wow that's that's rubbing it a little isn't it? it it is right what at least in England after Premier yeah, yeah, League exactly. the, as a knockout trophy it is the top it's the top yeah yeah, yeah absolutely i agree Agree, agree, definitely. No, no, absolutely. You're talking about comparing, uh, you know, Community Shield to FA Cup. <laughs> I understand why Community Shield comes back to you. No, no, no I didn't mean to. Any... I didn't mean to. If if that's what meant, no, no, I didn't mean to. I meant to actually applaud the FA Cup because I think it's it's one of the most difficult uh, trophies to win after the league, like you just said. 
because you have all the top Premier League teams, right? So they beat uh, who did they beat? They beat City, right? And they Chelsea. Chelsea. They no in no the they beat. Final, they beat Chelsea. Yeah, but they they had to beat no, City in the semis. Chelsea. Yeah. Right. That wasn't easy either, right? I think uh, I think City towards the end last year they had kind of given up. So mm. I don't see that as a real uh, outright victory for Arsenal in a way. It was more of a it was more of okay pushover kind of a match for uh, Arsenal. No, I just felt like City would really could have given a bigger uh, challenge. Could have easily thrown up a sterner mm. challenge, I'm sure, but they didn't. No, I actually felt for the City reason. victory. No, I actually felt the City victory was actually harder because by that point City had given up on the league because they're not going to win the league, and no, they FA Cup focused on Champions League, Champions League and the cups, right? Last year, the Champions League, the format that it was being played in, mm-hmm. and City had back-to-back matches of Champions League coming in as well. So okay. they had kind of given up on uh, the league as well as FA Cup because the demeanor, the attitude of um, Pep kind of showed it. Mm-hmm. I actually watched that match, and I have never seen Pep uh, seen uh, seem so disinterested in a match that he's managing. <laughs> so. Hmm. I've seen Klopp doing that quite a few times, but uh, no. Coming back to Frank and Chelsea, I, I think because Abramovich has spent like 200 million this summer, he obviously wants some kind of reward at the end of the season. Like he, he at yeah, least expects. News is that they want a top four finish for sure. At least, yeah. I mean, it's a 200 million uh, investment. If a top four finish is not possible, then yeah, I think then. Uh, yeah. It will not be unfair if uh, he's that part is true. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, chat around the title challenge, even like not just top four, because they reinvested in a keeper, they got a back line, they got a pretty much a new team, right? They bought a yeah. new forward, uh, a winger, a midfielder. So you got a new. They have practically, uh, they have practically uh, redesigned the entire team. So yeah, yeah. I think it is. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> I think it's only fair that they look for a top yeah, finish. Think... But I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, me too. I, I really doubt that's going to happen because uh, let's not see, sleep on City because they have been winning their games. They have been looking. I know they're not looking their best like we had seen in the 17-18 and then 18-19 season even. But let's not sleep on them because City is going to be back for sure. In that uh, top yeah, three, top two race. They are, they are performing pretty well. They are mm-hmm. uh, winning games. And uh, I think they won the game yesterday as well, quite convincingly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're looking good. They're looking good. And right now. And <sighs> yeah, and, and, and that's, that's to say, like, then you have Liverpool City already uh, kind of uh, in the top two, top three. And then you're having Leicester doing remarkably well. They are keeping up uh, with the pace. And now you have United doing really well as well, right? So United have, uh, they drew with Leicester, but they are in that uh, top three, top four uh, spot as well. So that's like four or five teams already, right? So then for Chelsea, it becomes even more challenging. And with Everton and Wolves and these Spurs, we didn't even talk about Spurs. (laughs) They were top, uh, sitting at top pretty much for the last three, four weeks before they played Liverpool. Yeah, so, now they're 
Yeah, that's how the league is changing. That's that's how it is this season, and uh, I think it's going to be tough on for Lampard. Um, so, so interesting point. Like, since we are talking, who do you think is the manager from the Premier League uh, from the top ten? Uh, you think is going to get sacked first? Because I'm pretty sure someone will get sacked, <laughs> one or the other. Someone is getting sacked. Who do you think it's going to be? See, I I will just put a simple logic here. Uh, mm. I don't see the managers from Southampton, West Ham, Villa, Leicester, Everton getting mm-hmm. sacked. No, Simple no, reason no. is, I mm-hmm. feel that they're all performing above their expectations already. So that mm-hmm. leaves us Chelsea, City, United, Leicester and Liverpool. No, I actually meant uh, like, like the original, uh, if I can say without any disrespect, like the original top six or top seven, like I'm including Arsenal in there as well, right? Not just this league current performance. I just, what I meant was, you know, the top six or seven we discussed way back before the season started. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think can get sacked from that list, from our prediction list? It has to be one, bit, uh, one or the other between uh, Chelsea and Arsenal, I think. Because I, I don't see I don't see Chelsea actually making a complete 360 degree turnaround. And mm-hmm. Arsenal though, anyways, they have to climb Mount Everest right now. It's <laughs> almost like that. I mean, after 15 matches, they have just got 17 points. Wherein you have other teams mm-hmm. after 15 matches, they've got 32, 29, 28 points. So uh, it's it's almost double the number of points that Arsenal has. That I think is uh, I mean that says the story. Completely, and it's, yeah. it's not just that. I mean, uh, they they have actually lost more games. I mean, that is the worrying factor for them. If I'm not wrong, see if you compare between mm. the top six right now, the excepting maybe a Liverpool and a City, everyone has lost more than uh, I mean three or more than three games. And these teams, uh, Liverpool and City, they have probably drawn more games. But if you look at Arsenal, their mm-hmm. issue is that they have drawn very few games, but they have lost more games. Right. That is what is hurting. See, losing is always going to be a problem. You can draw many games if you want, but at least you get that one point. Mm-hmm. But when that also is not happening, then yeah, you're in trouble. You're in serious and deep trouble, for sure. Yeah. Of course, That's I mean, exactly. it goes without saying. I mean, if you lose, you're not just uh, losing all points. Yeah. The opposition is gaining all three. Whereas if you draw, you get all a point. And opposition the, yeah, gets a point. The, the width is increasing further. further yeah, the, yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I, so you think, uh, so you said Arteta is going to get sacked first or? Um, I, I'm not saying Arteta completely. Between Arteta and Lampard, one of them for sure. No, if you had to pick one. See, I, if I had to pick one... Yeah. See, based on current position, mm-hmm. it has to be Arteta. But then I don't think that's going to happen. Because as I said, mm-hmm. Arsenal are not so... Uh, I mean, they do usually not have such a knee-jerk reaction towards managers. They like yeah. change overnight and all of that. That I think that is something that uh, Chelsea is uh, very famous for. So, uh, yeah. And the other teams also. I don't want to name any one of them. Yeah, I think it's okay. What about you? Who do you feel is the most likely to get that? It's a tough one, but I I just feel like in Lampard's Chelsea team is too young, and they don't really have. I I think they look up to Lampard definitely. 
to, to put it in straight because Lampard has been a great, great player himself, right? So whether it's a Kai Havertz or a Timo Werner, they're still like 23, 24 and young. So I think it's a much more younger team. And Arteta, in Arteta's case, I feel like he has a lot of senior players like Aubameyang and Lacazette. Shaka, all these are above 30s, right? So I feel like yeah. if he loses the dressing room, I think the players have more of a say in Arsenal than they do at Chelsea. But again, the owner, uh, Roman Ibrahimovic, I think his expectations are different than what Arsenal is expecting right now. I think Arsenal wants a rebuild job, but they would still, I mean, if they still miss out on Europe next season and they don't win a trophy this season, it'll still be a bad season for them right by the standards but since Arteta has won the FA Cup already and he has shown some kind of let's just say winner's mentality yeah yeah something like if if he's on his like exit interview or if he's on his final interview with the board he can at least put up a case is what I feel whereas with Lampard I feel like his case is weak Uh, if he's in that interview he he really doesn't stand a chance is what I feel Mm -hmm. so I would have to go with Lampard yeah, case. I mean, again, uh, as I said, it could be either of them. But given the current situation, mm. it could be Arteta. But again, it depends on uh, what kind of decisions the board makes as well. Because Arsenal don't really uh, sack managers with the drop of a hat. So, yeah. Uh, one thing is, I, one thing I can't understand no. is when uh, Pochettino is available. And we are hearing that Pochettino is going to join PSG. Um, and take up uh, a role there. Uh, if Arsenal were to sack, or let's say Chelsea were to sack uh, Lampard, uh, who are they going to get as a replacement? Because no other club is going to let their manager go. Like It's not like they're going to go to Real Madrid and say, hey, we need Zidane to give us uh, Zidane, unless Zidane or someone forces their way or Simeone wants to change in scenario so it's kind of tough to get a manager too right especially during the pandemic and all this like new rules and new normal so that's what i felt like the ship has sailed you know kind of because pochettino is available and if he goes to psg then i don't know i mean if, if thomas tuchel who's the psg manager he becomes available but then um i don't know how much he'll fit into premier league where he hasn't managed before but yeah something to be seen so yeah uh, um either way i think i think we're uh, not going to complain much <laughs> um so let's talk about the game between united and leicester i think united were leading twice and then who, who else i mean jamie vardy had to come in the end and for the party yeah for you <laughs> of course for you of course <laughs> But um, what a player. I, I, every, do you see this? I, I, I said this last weekend as well. How do we talk? end up talking about Vardy every episode, every weekend? I think there's yeah, no bones to be made about it. He's just too damn good. Too yeah. damn good. I think Leicester have got some young players as well. I think what's this guy's name? Barnes or? Yeah, he Barnes. Looked, yes. He looked very good. He looked. Yes, yes he did. No, I think I think Leicester are doing so well, and I think. Uh, well, actually, you know what? Uh, if I look at it now, the goal for Wadi actually has been credited as an own goal to Tuanzebe. Yeah. 
Yes, yes, it has been. So technically, Wadi has not scored. Okay. Thank God. But yeah, I mean, that, that was a technicality. I just felt like uh, there was a unfortunate own goal. Yeah, for I mean, te- correct. Technicality indeed, but then. Uh, the shot wasn't exactly too powerful i would say 8 out of 10 times it would not have gone into the net or could have been saved but uh, you know as as the rub of the green is on body side usually nowadays i think it just went by his uh, you know you're 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 pissed off with body you're you're praising him so much last weekend but yeah, <laughs> yeah i uh, obviously when he's posing as my team i'll be pissed off but then now uh, no bones about it he is a terrific player um, mm-hmm. yeah. what about the gear i felt like the gear should have saved uh, the first goal i i don't know i felt like he could have done better but I, maybe it's just me yeah i actually want i mean when i saw the highlights again i didn't watch the game uh, for obvious reasons um, of course when when i watched the highlights the first goal i was actually wondering who the goalkeeper was whether it was henderson or dehair Then I realized yeah. it's Jaya. I would have been yeah. more, uh, you know, critical of Henderson having let that go through because, uh, in my opinion, right now he is easily the better goalkeeper. I think so Actually. too. I think he had a brilliant season last year, and I, I feel it's like quite important yeah. that he's not getting to play, um, you know, more regularly. But then I think Ole is finding out ways of how Henderson can be brought in. So uh, that's that's a good that's a good part. that's a good thing on his part for sure because okay. uh, we need to start looking at the future and uh, mm-hmm. i don't think dehaya features too much into the future for united any longer yeah i somehow feel like dehaya is not the same keeper like he was before i mean i don't even see real madrid getting him anymore uh, you know like if they're in yeah, the market i don't think so as well uh, right yeah i think to real madrid uh, i don't think will happen any longer it it kind of ended But again, we do not know. Um, you never know that maybe on 17th of Jan he is going to put up such a show that he will be again be considered. Of course he will. Of course he will, because uh, you know when they play against Liverpool, that's their only chance of uh, showing all that anger and frustration. So of course he will. And we also want a good game, right? So. No, I mean I'm just saying based on that performance against Leicester, I felt like he could have saved the first goal, but that's I mean it can happen. I'm not saying De Gea is a bad keeper or anything. He's a he's been at a world class level for a long time, so I mean sure. good. And just to level. put it out there, it's not about the anger and frustration. It's probably to show who's the rightful, <laughs> you know, the real right side. It's okay anyway. Well, it's the stats it. and the throw. is less than the a month trophies and the stats and all you know the the cups that we have been uh, winning and witnessing uh, they are already proving uh, that remind me how many <laughs> premier league titles have you won please how many premier league titles has liverpool won can you please remind me my 19, memory goes 19, for we are 19 right now 19 and uh, how many does liverpool have 19 right and are, are you, you Uh, no, no, I'm not googling it. I'm just trying to understand whether you have uh, uh, forgotten something, or is it like uh, conveniently your memory goes for a, a quarantine when it's needed? Well, what do you mean? We have won it 19 times. It's been on the banners. It's been everywhere. It's on the no, Nike store. Fine, but how many times has but how many times has United won? That's that was the uh, second question yeah. I asked. United has okay. won it 20 so, times. Yeah. 
I don't think you should be talking about stats. Go on. Okay, so no. how many? Okay, let me just say this. How many times uh, United have won the European Cup? Like I'm including Champions League, Super Cup, and you know Europa League. You cannot be bringing in Europe here. Oh, okay, we are can, why not? About Premier League right now. Oh, are we the okay? Are, are we being selective? Premier League match. I hope you recall that. Look, I mean that's like I think we have won 13 and you guys have won five, so more than double. So you know. 13? Yeah, you, we have won six uh, Champions League and three Europa League and four Super Cups. You you have won three Europa League and all of that. You have won one Europa. League. Okay, if we don't count that, even it's still double. If you just count Champions League, we have won it six times. You won it thrice, still double. double. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, see, I didn't bring it up. You, you brought it up. <laughs> No, of course not. You were the ones who brought up stats, okay? Uh, and the stats was of the Premier League, and uh, I can see how nicely you like to deviate away from topic. But that's okay. That's natural with us also fans, so that's okay. Well, uh, okay. Let's let's come back to the games. So that's that's a point shared, and now things are looking very tasty at the top, right? So I know the season's gonna go down to the wire, absolute wire for sure. um talking of goalkeepers because we were talking of keepers before degea and henderson um did you see the game between arsenal and city midweek capital one cup i think it was uh, or sorry the carabao cup my bad carabao cup no i did not so arsenal's backup key, so they had martinez before and they let him go to aston villa now they have a young keeper i don't recall his name he was awful he gave away like the the ball uh, like there was a shot at made at him and he the ball just went through him <laughs> like just went through his arms and i think city beat them i don't recall 3-1 or something three no yeah. no they didn't score or no, something it was more than that yeah i think they I think beat it them was more than that it was uh, 4-1 yeah 4-1 yeah yeah Man, that key, I, I suddenly got remembered. Like, if Arsenal's keeper Bird Leno were to get injured by any chance, they are done. Then we are talking relegation because this keeper, he is. I think he's plays for Iceland. Uh, he's what 24, 25. If he starts playing for them at the pre, in the Premier League and all the games as a number one, my boy, they're in trouble. <laughs> if if I was not, you know, Arsenal should probably look to get a backup keeper for the first thing they should do in Jan, because yeah, you don't want a yeah, injury. Yeah, winter transfer window is also about to open, so maybe it's exactly. the right time for them to make a move. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. So as we are speaking, and the Wolves and uh, Spurs game is going on, so yeah, I, and and City versus Everton tomorrow. So that that's gonna be a good good game, I think. Um. and we have games throughout this week so busy period for sure i think united are playing wolves so whoever finishes top by the end of this you know like the jan first week or something i think yeah. they would be breathing a sigh of relief i think in a way yeah. in a way yes in a way yeah because because you see these game, you can quickly go down right like we saw spurs was at the top now they're seventh or eighth and that could very well happen to any one of the top 3 top 4 teams right now no, no. Uh-huh. they can 
actually bought out top four any minute. Any minute, like yeah, yeah. Depending on the other, because if Chelsea win their games, let's say I know they're tough games against Villa and City, but if they beat Villa and City, so that's three points off of City's plate, right? And three points to Chelsea. So things can change pretty fast. Uh, but yeah, we shall see. Anything else, or we are going to the baller of the week? Sure, let's go to baller of the week then. Well, my one nominee is going to be Granit Shaka. And you might be surprised why I'm saying his name. He was awful. Uh, no, I don't think I am. I don't think I am because his free kick was quite powerful. Overall, and, uh, he had a very good game. And he had an awful, awful game against, who was it? Uh, where he got the red card and he was sent off. And I think he got uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do recall, uh, but I don't, uh, I'm not able to recall the team against whom he got the red card. Yeah, but, uh, but he... Yeah, it was a turnaround of sorts for him, in a way, yeah. Yeah, so also definitely one of my nominees is Granit Chaka, because I thought he had a very good game uh, overall. Okay, and now he's goes up to two, okay, I can see that, fine. Who's the next? The other one is obviously, it has to be Vardy for me. Uh, I think he had a brilliant game again, again. Let's but at the end, he has not scored the goal. He has scored the goal, but are we looking at just goal scorers for? Thank the... you so much for saying that. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring... really Now you're gonna bring it back every time because we gave Firmino <laughs> the baller of the week once. <laughs> you're gonna bring it back every single baller of the week and say, okay, thank God. Uh, yes. You just yeah. made my weekend better. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I thought, I thought, I don't know. You have helped me out by uh, saying that because uh, both my other nominees, in a way, you know, they do more than just four goals. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are your it's nominees? It's quite simple. I don't see anyone beyond uh, Rashford right now. That is Rashford? Okay. Of course. Okay, okay. Have, you seen number, have you seen the number of chances he, he created and the number of chances he, I mean, he scored the goal as well, okay. the opening goal, but the number of chances he created in that match, and he took most of the, some of them as well. Anyways, that is one. The second one might be a little bit of a, a surprise because um, uh, this chap, when he joined, uh, again, he's a United man, of course. Mm. Uh, when he joined United, everyone said that, okay, he's washed up, he's uh, not, uh, he's just a, you know, wasted player, uh, he's not, go- he's not, he's far from his best and all of that, but uh, I would actually not um, forget Edinson Cavani. Cavani, did he score? Cavani he- has had excellent games against Leeds as well as uh, Leicester. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the one-touch pass that he had with uh, Fernandez, uh, I don't see Fernandez getting a goal that way for sure. Had it not been from a peach of a pass from Cavani. So and, okay, that's. Uh, I think I think Cavani <laughs> is kind of uh, sorry. Sorry for cutting you. I think Cavani <laughs> no, is actually putting uh, the critics wrong because nobody expected him to perform um, again. He's uh, for by his standards, I'm sure he's not performing great even now. But um, 
he's hopefully only going better getting better at it. So, so yeah so so the audience and the people want to know like why is your nomination every week always united players like do you not no of course not i nominated son the other time okay. are you forgetting i nominated son <laughs> i nominated mo sala one time come on you got to give me a break okay i, I have i'm surprised you didn't take one name uh, when you were really fighting for him last weekend yeah i I, I did not take Vardy's name correct because uh, not Vardy. At the end of the day, the goal doesn't go to Vardy. Not Vardy. I didn't mean Vardy. Okay, go on. I I am surprised that you did not take Bruno Fernandez's name um, when you were really gunning for him last weekend because I thought against the Leicester game above Rashford, above Cavani, all those points you said about Cavani is correct. he has had the impact for after you know coming with you know all those doubts back of an injury still he has made an impact uh, more than uh, igalo let's just put it that way uh, who he probably replaced right in the bench but i felt mm-hmm. during the lester game i thought fernandez was head and shoulders above any player in the united team and maybe even lester if fernandez doesn't play the game you don't get those goals i think he set up well he let's not say he set up because it was a mistime but what i'm trying to say is he had the impact that allowed united to dominate the game most of the time and in fact i thought they were they would feel hard done by not getting the three points because overall if you see they were the better team overall over the 90 minutes is what i felt and i think most of that went to fernandez he scored the goal obviously and that is one thing but also i think he set up and his gameplay was far so if you brought up rashford and cavani is where i mean that i think fernandez probably deserves it more than those two for sure giving it to uh, cavani then oh, sorry uh, to fernandez then i could yeah i could but with shaka i am just thinking if i compare it to granit shaka i am just making a case for him uh, yeah i, I would I, i you know what because uh, lesters uh, they were playing who was playing away united united was playing away yes united were playing away yeah and lester were flying high i think they beat spurs and I felt it was a tough game. I I felt it was a tough game. It is number 2 versus number uh, United were what 3 going into the game or 4. Uh United were 3 um yeah the positions didn't change till about uh what uh, till about today. Yeah. Yeah, but when I was watching the game and I I didn't watch the full game but I later watched the uh, extended highlights. Uh I it felt like they were the top team like uh you know united were the although they were playing away they they, they looked like the better team and uh, lester looked like the team chasing so and a lot of that credit goes to uh, bruno i think in that game so uh, i'm just surprised like you yeah, didn't take just, his name this weekend just for information to all just information to all our viewers if or uh, audience if you heard me yelp a little bit in pain that's because i just pinched myself because uh, well, I, I i always i i 
have advocated oh, for Rashford. I have advocated. Oh. I'm fair. See, Rashford was a different case altogether. Come on. You advocated for Rashford for altogether a different reason, which... Whatever. <laughs> let's, let's not even go there. I mean... Uh, no, I, I genuinely feel like Fernandez has a great game. Um, and I, I don't know why... Uh, you would think Cavani or Ashford had a better game. And yeah, I'm no, okay. If you uh, want to give it to Fernandez, I'm fine with it. Absolutely okay. fine. I don't want to pinch myself again, but then I will remember, remember this anyways. Uh, yes, so then I think our <laughs> baller of the week is Mr. Fernandez once again. So uh, I definitely must attribute to one aspect. It's been an mm. excellent signing, a winter signing. I don't think, uh, and again, let's let's not forget that there was there was a man in charge of United some a few I think in the last decade, it's mm. almost been that many years now, who ad who did not advocate winter signings actually, he was never yeah, in yeah. favor of winter, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, to actually to actually uh, you know undo that kind of a thought process. In a way, I would actually give a, give a little bit of credit to Ole as well. Yeah, and this thought I think is there all over the you know league. Uh, you know they don't really use no, they that, usually that don't go for true. top that, players that in January. Yeah, that that is true. But uh, it was particularly um, uh, it was particularly harsh when it comes when it came to uh, Fergie's thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and to to debar that I think Liverpool got Suarez in January. They got Van Dyke in January. So, they had some big signings in January. And I think Bruno, since the time he has come to United, I mean, this is just for this week, right? But even for this week, I felt like without his gameplay in that game, they wouldn't be looking the side that they did did eventually. So, it was actually, I would say, unfortunate that we couldn't get all three points. But I, I felt like he played the biggest part in that game, which was Given that he has only joined when this January, right? 2020? 2020, yes. Yeah, so he's already looking like, you know, you can't drop him from the side. So I think, uh, yeah, he's kind of reached that position. He's he's kind of like, you know, uh, selects himself. Yeah, I think think he's doing what a lot of people thought Pogba would do. But uh, in a way. Yeah, actually, in a way. Because... um, Expectations were, of course, sky high from him. Yeah. Uh, which, unfortunately, um, still I think he's not been able to show full. Uh, he's not been able to repay the faith completely yet. That's a sad one. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so, I think uh, with that, I think we are done with our football edition of this week. Yep. Uh, <laughs> some big midweek games coming up. So let's call that a wrap and we will see you guys next weekend and hopefully um, you guys are going to have a great holiday um, and I think I think it will be a new year so happy new year to all our listeners yes, and definitely. We, wishing all of you a is, happy new year hopefully hopefully we will again talk to you at uh, in better and healthier times I really definitely. hope so yeah yeah definitely definitely so there we go uh, Bye. Please like, share and comment uh, on our episodes and let us know what you want to see and what are the changes you would like to see. Uh, 
Yes. Um, all feedbacks are welcome, and we do need your support to grow this channel. We are also uh, active on Instagram. Uh, reach us out on that as well. Wish you all a good sporting week. <laughs>